0: Men's mental health matters. Live life with an outback mind.
1: Thanks so much for joining in, guys! Episode a hundred, a hundred. Episode two hundred and one today. Um, Gone on quick. Uh, since we, uh, we did the last one with Trevor, it's been a week. So, um, yeah, it's a long time between drinks, between podcasts. I was doing them pretty regularly, but, uh, slowed down a little bit now, but, um, the content uh, and the, I suppose the wisdom of the guests that are coming on is, um, is strengthening and strengthening all the time. So, uh, hope you've been enjoying some of the previous podcasts and I'm sure you're going to enjoy this one today with Brendan Tarazzi. Now, Brendan, um, is uh, very, very well known in the health and safety space. He's got a, well, he's got three businesses, but one of them is called Alert Force, um, around doing some great stuff to be able to help companies with their health and safety management systems. But also, Brendan's story, uh, in its essence, is really unique, uh, because when he was a young fella, he found meditation, and that's pretty much been... Um, uh, a saviour for him as an individual to find balance, but also a saviour for his mental health along the journey, being able to juggle uh, all things uh, family, all things business, and everything that life throws at us. So, we're going to talk a lot about that today, sort of how he got into it and uh, and what he does to be able to keep himself physically and mentally well. So, I'm sure you're going to enjoy this chat. Uh, please, if you feel. Uh, the calling. If you would um, like to make a donation to the Outback Mind Foundation, I'd be really grateful. Uh, we're just trying to um, progress our, our work through regional Australia, and uh, we're pretty much relying on donations. So uh, any support would be really, really appreciative. Um, and uh, if you want to check out the website, there's a new one coming soon, but if you just jumped on outbackmind.org.au, uh, you'd be able to see some information about uh, donations there, and it's fully tax deductible because we're a health promotion charity. So um, Appreciate your support. Um and yeah, appreciate your feedback on this podcast. Best to email me at support at outbackmind.org.au G'day Brendan.
0: Good morning, Aaron.
1: How are you, mate?
0: I'm uh, I'm feeling feeling good this morning. Just been in um, been out, out for a surf actually.
1: Whereabouts are you?
0: I'm in Sydney in Bondi.
1: Mm-hmm. Cold? So
0: What was that? Was it cold?
1: Yeah.
0: (laughs) Uh, It was a little bit fresh. Everyone was wearing steamers and I was uh, was in a a spring suit, so my fingers and toes got a bit cold towards the end of the hour.
1: Yeah, should start picking up soon, mate. (laughs) (laughs) Good on you for getting into it, mate. How old are you now?
0: How old am I? I'm uh, 50.
1: Same age as me. What month were you born?
0: I'm February 72.
1: Ah, okay. I've got you by three months. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, very good mate uh, that's good you're still getting active and obviously uh, a lot of people that listen to this uh, are in r- rural Australia but there's also quite a few guys that have been on that are surfers and um, um, you know the, the the feedback is just how uh, good it is for your physical and mental health to get in the water and uh, and get the body moving that way
0: oh, definitely like I'm a big advocate of uh, personal health and taking responsibility for that and mm doing a little bit every day like uh doing a little bit every day serves you really well to keep the body moving and keep you healthy
1: for sure mate it's uh, it's vital isn't it you know it's maintenance on the on the body but it's also maintenance on the mind to be able to just get the, the blood flowing and the the breath in a in a rhythm and you know everything sort of te- seems to take care of itself after that
0: yeah i mean my approach to health is like you do something today and it's going to benefit you today, but it's also going to, you're sort of paying it forward. So it's going to benefit you in the future. So if you've sort of, my philosophy is if you're sort of saying, well, I'll do it next, next year, I'm going to get into health. It's, it may be too late. So it's like, now is a great time to start if you, if you're not into it.
1: For sure, mate. Tell me, it probably wasn't always like that for you as a young fella growing up. What was it like, Uh, were you born in Sydney and, and raised there? Yeah,
0: look, I've always lived um, always lived in Sydney and my um, parents grew up in Sydney as well, born and, and bred in Sydney. So, um, look, I, I had, a, I had a, a very, I would say, a very um, lucky childhood. Um, you know, my, my parents were in business together. Um, we had a reasonably happy family. I had lots of opportunities as a kid. Um, Probably the big thing for me um, was about 19, my parents suddenly split up Mm. and that was like, that was a massive shock to my system because I never saw it coming. Mm. Um, So kind of more or less overnight, my world, which I thought was fantastic, kind of, it just crumbled. Mm. And, And so that kind of led me, during my 20s, I was like, I, you know, I definitely dug deeper into, like, what the purpose of life was. Um, I discovered my dad, uh, who had left my mum, uh, suddenly in the middle of the night, had uh, was diagnosed with bipolar. Mm. Um, so that, uh, you know, as a young 19-year-old who was suddenly sort of pushed into, I guess, being the man of the house, um, started to question whether I might be suffering from that as well and... Mm. Um, yeah, it was just a real, really big sort of soul journey.
1: So, obviously, yeah, look, you know, well done for, for being aware of it at the time, but, um, how did your dad manage things after that? Was he okay or did he have to go into some care or get some help?
0: Look, my, my, um, my dad was sort of put on medication after that. So he would have been about my age, like I reckon he was sort of 49 or 50 when this all, um, when he sort of left the house and, Mm. um, yeah, it was just, yeah, quite sort of an emotional time trying to, you know, you, you're a young adult yourself and you're a bit, it was, it was very confusing for me. Mm. So, um, yeah, he went on medication, um, and he was a great dad. Like there's, you know, we're still very, very close. And in fact, I actually just saw him yesterday. Um, he's about 80 now. Mm. Um, so he would look, he, he, he was a great dad. He was always around. Um, he gave us a lot of opportunities. He put a lot of time into us as kids. Um, but then, you know, he kind of he wasn't he wasn't aware of the, his own suffering. You know.
1: Yes. Yep. What did he do for like for, for, for a role or a profession, brand?
0: What did what was he doing as a job? Or, yeah. Yep. Uh, so him and my mum were they had a, a antique business together. Mm-hmm. Um, so, and then before that, he used to work for, um, telecom, which is now known as Telstra. Um, Um, so he's sort of, he's always been a bit sort of entrepreneurial, which, you know, I thank him, uh, him and my mum for, you know, that I feel like I've grown up around small business and that sort of. Has pushed me down that that route as well.
1: Yeah, good stuff, mate. So what did you do uh, within yourself to be able to sort of respond to that at the time? Obviously, it shook you around a fair bit. What did you do um, to be able to get yourself back on track? Um,
0: Look, I think like a lot of people in my 20s, um, I've just partied, like recreational drugs, alcohol, um, and sort of just focused on having a good time, which is you know, I guess pretty normal for someone in their 20s, but it kind of... Um, on one level, as I got sort of into my older, later 20s, I kind of realised that that wasn't the answer. Like, mm. I'd go into these sort of... You know, you'd go out partying on the weekend and then you'd be in a bit of a, a bit of a flunk for a week or so afterwards until the next, you know, put another Band-Aid on by going out again and, yeah. and trying to sort of create fun yes um so i was kind of like doing that but then on the same same time i was kind of i started when i met my um uh my wife well she wasn't my wife at the time but she sort of started me into yoga Mm -hmm. um but it was i was kind of like whilst i wasn't bipolar i was sort of working in opposite directions like in one hand i was doing yoga and then i'd go out partying all night at the weekend so
1: yeah
0: <laughs> <laughs> um but eventually you know like the 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 um as I got a bit older and a bit more mature I guess the the painful parts of after having so much fun um caused me to sort of cer- do more and more searching on you know there's got to be something more to get me out of this sort of darkness that I was experienced experiencing fairly on a regular basis
1: yes mate well done again for that, you know, and, and being able to have that anchor um, there, which was keeping you stable. Obviously, um, the temptation of being a, you know, a male in Australia is to go out and do the fun things, but it's really, um, you're right, it's sort of, it's masking really what's going on underneath and uh, to be able to sort of, you know, do something which is healthful rather than sort of, you know, taking your health the other way, um, I guess is important, but you already sort of had that that sort of, you know, bubbling away in the background and and how long did it take you to sort of, you know, get away from the the drinking and the party scene um, once you sort of started to find that? Well, look, I'm
0: still, like, I wouldn't... At 50, I'm, like, I still like having a good time, but um, it's sort of all about balance for me. Like, Mm. I don't think it's... I don't think the answer is cutting it completely out of your life. It's about creating a healthy balance. So I was... I think I was about... um, so I was in my early 30s. I just um, I'd got married um, when I was about 29, um, and I was still having these, uh, like the partying was becoming sort of less regular, but I was still sort of questioning what, what my purpose was and, and like, how to address all this pain that I was regularly experiencing, like a emotional pain. Um, yes. yeah. And I'd kind of, so I'd done the yoga, I'd tried, like, um, body work, I tried a whole heap, heap of different things to try and um, relieve the pain and then eventually um, we were travelling overseas and I met a guy in Sri Lanka who um, gave me a book on a, on a meditation uh, called Vipassana and I'd had, a, I'd had my, a good mate of mine, his brother had done it, um, maybe I'd heard about it about five years earlier and I thought, oh, that sounds interesting and it was these uh, meditation retreats where you, you'd go to the Blue Mountains and you'd um, you'd sit in silence for 10 days. And it sort of struck a chord with me, you know, maybe five years before I actually did it. And then I got this book and I went, oh, okay, well, maybe I'll give that a go because I think we are about to sort of um, – I'd sold my first business um, and we were about to go on this long sort of travel trip and it was kind of good timing for me to try and get some – some skills to to deal with life um in some ways so i did this meditation retreat in 2003 and um i've kind of been on that meditation pathway ever since that so so. it, it really struck it really struck a chord with me and um yeah it gave me it started me on that journey that pathway
1: you certainly uh, went at it pretty hard getting into Vipassana and having to sit on your backside for for ten days. Primarily, <laughs> you know, you didn't didn't ease your way into it.
0: Uh, mate, I've got I've got to say I, I don't do Vipassana anymore. I do um, I do a meditation called Vedic meditation or uh, transcendental meditation. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, you know, like when you go through pain, it. You I guess one way of looking at it is like, geez, life's. Uh, tough, or you can go. I'm thankful. I'm really thankful that I've been through that pain because it's put me on the pathway that I'm on now. But um, that's right. Yeah, look, Vipassana is quite extreme. You 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 uh, meditate for up to about twelve hours a day. Three of those hours you're not allowed to move, mm-hmm. and you're in silence for um, you're in silence for ten days, pretty much. So um, I, I ended up doing eight of those Vipassana retreats.
1: You've done eight all together. Incredible! Yeah.
0: <laughs> so I think I, I I think Aaron, I must be a, a bit of a sucker for, for punishment.
1: For sure. Well, I, well, it's funny <laughs> you say that, mate. I, it's been my my one of my dreams to actually set one up. Um, oh okay. Yeah. Where, yep. where I live now, I, I wanted well, I've got five because I want to set up like a silent retreat just for three days and that. Yeah. Uh, but um, to not have the you know the hard self discipline, just have the. Um, uh you know the the ability to be able to move around but just find your own space too but um but certainly uh i believe every human probably needs to do one of these you know either annually or every couple of years to be able to give the the mind a rest and just to get uh, back to the the feeling of uh, you know feeling of feeling a human again or being a human again and uh, we, we get thrown out of whack so consistently with um modern life you know how much has, has it changed since 2003 when you first did that you know how much domination have we actually had through digital economy and all these sorts of things that are um, you know distracting us away from that that truth and mate that's amazing I, I'd imagine uh, every one of them would have been different for you
0: yeah look I mean I, I really obviously there was something in it because I kept going back for more and like it is really really hard work but you, you do come out uh feeling amazing so but what i found with that um again just for me personally after about you know well kids came along um and so then that and they that type of meditation they prescribed two hours a day which is it's pretty tough in modern life to fit in for most people yeah. um so that kind of was getting you know like i've did the hour a day probably for the first 15 months after i in 2003 because we were traveling we didn't have kids all of that and that gave me a, a quite a good foundation in meditation mm. um but then over the years it, it sort of got down to a. Oh, I was down to probably 15 minutes a day but i, I was re- relatively consistent in that i did did a little bit every day um and then i got on to in my mid-40s i sort of hit um so I, I had a few different businesses, um, and in my mid-40s, I hit a really sort of rough patch with one of my businesses. Yeah. Um, and then I got onto. I knew that time was coming because I'd kind of worked with um, astrologers to go – to look at my chart and go, this is – you've got this period for probably two years where things are going to be challenging. So they gave me uh, what they call a Japa. Mm-hmm. Um uh, it's it's like a mantra that you repeat out loud every day 108 times
1: yes what one was uh, it so one? I, which one
0: uh so for me i did one around my chart has a lot of um it was a, a saturn period so uh they they prescribed me a meta like a mantra for saturn so that kind of supported me i did that for about 3 years mhm um so that sort of took over the Vipassana. And then my wife got into, um, in 2019, she got into um, Vedic meditation. And so that encouraged me to switch over. I was kind of ready to change. And so I've, I learnt this Vedic meditation, which um, is what I'm doing today. And, and um, in fact, I've, I've just come out of a, a retreat over the last three days um doing vedic meditation and how that one works it's a mantra again so you you're given a a mantra and you you meditate twice a day for 20 minutes Mm -hmm. and um what i've found with this i haven't actually i've been quite coming from the vipassana base the vedic vedic meditation is really easy because it's only two 20 minute sessions a day um and there's not as many rigid rules around how um, what you do outside of your meditation, so pretty much anything goes. You can you can drink alcohol if you want. You can um, they don't prescribe that you become a vegetarian or anything like that. So you run your life exactly how you want to run it, but the meditations there to support you. Yes. Um, and so the two 20 minutes a day has been. It, I've found it just makes it well. One, it gives you a baseline support for your mental health so think of your mind like you go to gym to exercise your muscles well meditation is just like that but it keeps your mind fit um so whether you believe in the spiritual aspect or not doesn't really matter it's just look at at, as um meditation is to keep your your mind fit like you keep your body fit if you do exercise so um yeah i found it i found it to be a great a great support
1: amazing um, and, and good on you for, for for sticking with it, first and foremost. But um, uh, I'm curious, what times of the day do you do your two blocks of 20? Like, is it sort of at the same time every morning, the same time in the afternoon, or do you just fit it in in the afternoon when you can? Uh,
0: look, I try and do it first thing, like, always first thing in the morning. Um, uh, at the moment, I'm in, at a bit of a habit of waking up. Like, I wake up – It's it sounds extreme, but I I've – it's probably my sleep is a bit out, but I've been waking up at four, doing it, and then going back to sleep for a couple of hours. So that that's what's happening at the moment. But it's sort of otherwise when you wake up first thing in the morning and then I try and get it um, the second one done uh, before I pick up the, the kids from school, so just after lunch.
1: Yep, great.
0: Um, and then it's like once you get into the routine of it, it's almost like breathing or brushing your teeth or something like that it's it sort of it becomes second nature and it's really it's not too much effort at all really
1: yeah agree i've personally been doing uh, a practice you know every morning for 12 years and it's been more uh, what we call suddener. so is yep. um you know obviously uh, spending time in those ambrosial hours before the sun comes up uh yep. being able to sort of you know physically move the body and uh you know settle the mind down through some mantra or meditation, and um, and then just having that as your your anchor. I guess at the end of the day, it just gives you a connection to yourself. You know your body and your mind, but also uh, the connection with 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 everything. You know that's there out there yeah. trying to support you. And when you're up in those early hours, as you know, you've got the world to yourself. Primarily, you actually see it for what it is without any any form of interruption. And um, you know that's that's the beautiful gift that we've all got that a lot of people don't access you know it's such a great great time of the day
0: yeah i mean wh- what i'm seeing out there is like um guys are sort of waking up more to the idea of meditation like 10 or 15 years ago it was sort of a bit out there but now it's becoming sort of more mainstream i guess people are accepting that um well there's a lot of anxiety in mm. society like i think I think devices are probably, you know, we're constantly looking at our phones and getting these little dopamine hits, but it's actually causes us to be a bit anxious, um, generally speaking. So, Mm. yeah, I think people are sort of waking up to the idea that they need some quiet time away from, you know, their phones and busy lives that everyone's living.
1: For sure. It's, It's becoming more and more important now than ever, you know. So, you know, the, these things, meditation, Vipassana, and that have been around for, for, for you know, centuries, but uh, but now it's, it's it's more important because we've got so much stimulation where it wasn't there, you know, 50, 100 years ago and beyond. Um, you know, life was a lot simpler. So I just think to be able to bring those tools into your life now is, is really important and critical. And, you know, I, I've just seen so much evidence when you can help someone learn to reconnect to their heart again and just get back to... Um, to finding some balance and, and feeling calm, just how much their life improves.
0: What well, what I was going to also add, Aaron, for people that are interested in like they're interested in meditation, often they don't know where to start. A good um, a good starting point for a lot of people is like to download. There's free apps like Insight Timer, mm. um, and they have a they have a variety of different guided meditations, and, and that's often a good starting point to. Um, if you don't know where to start and maybe you don't have anyone in your area or maybe you, you don't feel like, um, you've got the courage to rock up to a class, you could download an app and see what's appealing to you on, on something like Inside Timer.
1: Yes. Yeah, that's right. And that, that's, that's really what started it for me too, you know, back in the day, like actually having the ability to be able to access something in which I, um, like took a journey for three months and, you know, there was something there every day to do and um, yeah you know just having that um uh that routine is is really important once you can sort of get that routine in and then all of a sudden you know it becomes part of you um as you might have mentioned before but uh it's just um it's just creating those little habits and i think it takes really six weeks you can do something consistently for six weeks and having a guide like an app is is, is really um really important I, I reckon just to start the journey
0: yeah for sure for sure like it's it's um It's hard to start, but then once you uh, get going, I like to think it's hard to stop.
1: Yeah, that's right. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. It's it's just, it's like like food, isn't it, really? Like, you know, your body gets used to it and and you just get used to it after a while. And if you can do that healthfully, um, you know, what you're taking in through your eyes and in through your ears and in through your mouth and and find that balance um, when you're sitting still, it just gives you a connection with yourself because we're looking outside consistently rather than looking inside. And I think all the answers are. Know, coming from the inside, but it's got to learn to listen. And, and I always say that people, you know, the body's so much smarter, you know, the body's always giving you feedback and, you know, really that's what anxiety is too. It's feedback, isn't it? You know, if you're feeling anxious, yeah. there's something that's out of balance in your life.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. For sure.
1: So, mate, what are you doing with yourself now? Um, uh, I know you're pretty passionate about health and safety. How has that progressed for you over the last... Um, the last few years have you seen much of a shift with regards to um i suppose employers taking a bit more care of their people
0: oh uh, look i think in australia like we're so heavily regulated so i mean with the um the training business that i'm involved with it it kind of depends on where the legislation is so it goes through sort of um, peaks and it's not completely troughs but yeah like if the government uh, introduce some new legislation, like, for example, at the moment in um, in the ACT um, Canberra, they've just introduced some legislation around silica awareness, so they have, like, the whole construction industry by the middle of 2023 need to be um, trained around what silica and, and what it means if you're exposed to silica. So silica, for anyone who doesn't know, it's like when you're cutting... Uh, it's like fine particles of dust, like when you're cutting concrete. Um, it's been around for thousands of years since the Roman Empire. And um, if you breathe in silica, it's, it can lead to silicosis, which it's kind of being framed as like the new asbestos, like everyone knows about asbestos. Even though silica has been around for thousands of years, If um, the, the government's finally caught up to that it's a hazard and, and um, it's something that people need to be aware of.
1: Mm, yeah, mate. It's funny so isn't... that'll be
0: that'll be a focus for the next 12 months um, with our business we're helping people get up to speed on that because the, the government's introduced some laws that you have to get trained in that area
1: it's funny in Australia isn't it like where we've got these different rules in different states and areas and how it's just not uh, uniformed across uh, across the nation you know um, uh these some things that are compulsory in one area uh, not in the other and i feel you know sorry for people that live in say tweed heads that have got across the uh, border and do things differently you know consistently oh yeah yeah
0: (laughs) no it's it's definitely it's definitely tricky like with training you sort of you know if you've got a business which is operating in multiple states you kind of need to trained to the highest requirement if that yes. makes sense Yep, absolutely yep.
1: agree yeah that's right it's, it's pretty much like anything in life isn't it if you can do things uh to the optimum level then uh you know the things that uh, that are beneath that uh become quite easy because you've already done the work to be able to uh to push through the difficulties i i guess you know and um um yeah I, I used to get quite frustrated um having guys work in, in 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 various states around the country and having to do things differently uh, yeah consistently yeah yeah i never realized you know back then that actually knocked around my mental health quite a bit brendan because i was i was confused i guess and um you know that um that's you know probably wasn't great because i I'd never had meditation in those anchors in my life which um you know were able to keep me uh Keep me grounded and and that's that's probably a key for people listening like if you're getting distracted or you're getting agitated not not to stay um you know um on that on that path or on that train because you know that can take your mental health um you know uh south pretty quickly
0: yeah 100 percent. i mean even even if you don't do anything like meditation like exercise that's another that can be a form of meditation as well like Mm. um like i was we talked about surfing when we, we first started the podcast and I think a lot of surfers are actually meditating in that, you know, they're, they're out in nature, um, they're in the moment in the sense when they're catching waves and, um, but it can be anything really, it doesn't have to be surfing, it could be anything that you enjoy that um, is potentially outside or uh, requires a little bit of concentration and, and uh, actually makes you feel good.
1: Yeah, that's true and and really, that, that, that's in, in, in essence like meditations meditation like footy training, um, which prepares you for the game of life. Yep. You, you know, yep, to, 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 to really find that flow state within yourself and, you know, try and stay consistent with that, but, uh, you, you know, realize that life can, you know, throw you out of whack, but just come back to, you know, that feeling of being grounded again, I think is really, really important. Mate, um, mm. how can people get hold of you? Like, I know the, the great work you do with Alert Force is really um, well-known and recognised, and I suppose if anyone's listening, if they want a hand with um, their health and safety for their business or anything like that, or to be able to get some advice or maybe look at things differently. Um, you you do that sort of stuff?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Like, people can uh, reach out. So we've got alertforce.com.au, um, and then there's... The other health and safety training website is ohs. dot com. dot mm.
1: um,
0: So either those platforms, you could reach out um, to me, or on LinkedIn. Um, yeah. yeah, they're um, – That's probably the easiest way.
1: And if anyone wanted to get married, I think you got a wedding business as well. <laughs>
0: yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, That's something that um, that's something that uh, came about. Um, oh, we got that about seven years ago. So we've got a. Um, a wedding venue um, down in um, Gerringong which is a couple of hours south of Sydney. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, we're, we're doing uh, we do what's called destination weddings. So people uh, hire the venue and then they they create the picture that they want. Um, so we do about fifty of those a year nice. um, down in Jeringong which which is uh, which is a really it's a nice business to be involved with, seeing people when they're, you know, helping celebrate their important days and starting their journey of life together, so.
1: Happy, mate. That's it. It's interesting. Um, you do need meditation if you're running three businesses and you're, um, you know, you're, you're, you're sort of uh, pulled from pillar to post, so, um, you know, good on you for, for, you know, creating the life that you've created and, um, you know, taking a positive journey through it all and, you um, the best yet to come mate you know you, you've still got lots uh, lots to, to 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 bring to the world and you know um you know meditation has been such a great uh, thing for you and uh, you know who knows if that eight for pastors might become ten pretty quickly <laughs>
0: <laughs> might uh, i might go and revisit it at some point but it's uh, definitely the i'm feeling like the the vedic meditation is um a little bit more balanced in that um yeah, it's uh, for me at the moment. That's that's uh, definitely the pathway that I'm going to keep Excellent. going on.
1: It's working for you. Good work, mate. Now, anyone actually, uh, just on that, anyone that's listening, could you give them uh, uh, some advice on on a site or something which they could actually learn a bit about Vedic meditation?
0: Oh yeah. Um, well, I've um, I've learned just in Bondi Bondi Meditation Center com. Yeah. Uh but there's, yeah, Vedic, I'm just trying to, I'm just trying to, um, Tom Knowles is the, is so T-H-O-M-K-N-O-L-E-S. Uh, um, he's kind of like the, he's like the, yeah. the master teacher in the world at the moment and he learned off a guy called the Maharishi who mm-hmm. taught the Beatles in the 60s. Yes, yep,
1: yeah, yep. Yeah.
0: So that's the sort of the flow of the masters. It's Maharishi who's no longer with us. Tom Knowles learned of um, the Maharishi, and then my teacher is um, Matt at Bondi, Matt Ringrose at Bondi Meditation Centre, and he learned off Tom. So it's kind of uh, that's kind of the flow of the teachers.
1: Yeah, awesome, mate.
0: Um, but yeah, either Vedic
1: meditation,
0: uh, which is a which is the same as uh, TM or Transcendental Meditation.
1: Yes. Yeah, and good to see those guys are involved in it. You know. Um, um got male teachers out there that are actually like you know uh pretty proactive in this space and uh yeah certainly um yeah i'd, I'd really recommend anyone um possibly even contacting bondo uh, meditation center if they're not actually in the area obviously which a lot of people won't be but uh, they'll be able to give you feedback and advice and we could probably look at um, some positive stuff online or, or whatever to be able to get you on your journey
0: yeah, I mean, Matt, right, Matt's. Uh, if anyone's interested, I think he's got a podcast as well, so you could you could tune into that and just see whether it, um, you know, whether it resonates with you or not. But, I mean, it's – honestly, there's so many different meditation paths. There's no right or wrong. It's just what work, works for you. So I'm not advocating that this is the only way. There's multiple different ways to get into meditation. Um, it's just, yeah, choose something. That, that would be my main thing, like choose something that actually – works for you and resonates with you um and 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 then you're you kind of and then the consistency that's the that's it's like anything in life right that you get what you put into it so the more you focus on something the more benefits you're gonna you're gonna positive benefits you're gonna draw out of it
1: yeah absolutely mate, and uh, and well said so um Really appreciate your time, Brendan. And, um, yeah, thanks for, um, for, for sharing the journey. Um, you know, uh, I know you've just had that three-day break and it's really nice for you to be able to jump on this now and, um, and, and lead you way into the weekend. So I really appreciate it.
0: Good on you. Thanks so much, Aaron.